this is the next Bolt from the Blue podcast. And it's been a while since we've been with you. All kinds of family situations and health situations. And it's, it's, it's been a long while. But what I'm going to do is um, just uh, introduce the lads and um, bring you back up to date with where we were. So first of all, we've got Ray. Ray, how are you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay, Mike. Very well. Thank you. Well, come on. Give us a bit more. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing's going on. I'm sat in Qatar at the moment, sunning it up. It's been 29 degrees today. Okay. Okay. That'll, that'll, that'll do. Uh, how about you, Bernard? What's going on? Uh, how's everything going? Yeah, well, if you take the 29 degrees and knock about 20, 31 off it, I think that's what it's been like today uh, in Altering. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, not not quite as warm as Qatar, but uh, yes. Uh, shall, we, shall we have a little chat about what's happened since we last on? Who, who we've defeated and who we've been absolutely garbage against? Well, l- listen, Bernard, it's been a while for all mm. kinds of reasons. Uh, I think it's a bit, it's been about a month since the bolt from the blue put out anything so can you like like bring us up to date what's been going yeah, on yeah. yeah well we'll do it as quickly as we can obviously in the league uh we the last last bolt from the blue we covered the spurs game which wasn't very well was it let's be honest about it back on track against villa with a 3-1 win uh went to the arse and beat them 3-1 as well which was uh we really wanted to chat about that one didn't we but it never happened unfortunately and then we ruined all that by going to Notts Forest uh, and drawing one all against uh, that load of rubbish in a game we should have really slaughtered them. And then obviously Bournemouth at home, nice, uh, sorry, Bournemouth away, a nice 4-1 victory. Newcastle at home, a comfortable 2-0, although Newcastle there uh, could have easily had two or three goals themselves on that one. So that's the league ones. In the FA Cup, we just played one game, of course, away at Ashton Gate, uh, uh, quite a lively night. That was uh, interesting. Um, Bristol City fans were... Yeah, they were all right. They were quite good. I thought the City, our City fans were quite good as well. But a nice 3-0 win at Ashton Gate for us. Uh, that's in the FA Cup to progress to the next round, of course. We know who we've got in that, of course. That's next week, Burnley. And in the Champions League, we've had a game as well, which was, of course, the first leg of the round of 16, a 1-1 draw away at Leipzig. And obviously, the second leg's to come next Tuesday. And, and that's it. So it's not been too bad. not been too bad. We're uh, second in the league. Five points behind Arsenal, the same games, and went into the quarterfinals, the FA Cup, and of course a good chance of getting into the quarterfinals of the Champions League. So not not a total disaster. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you very much, Bernard, for bringing us back up today. Let's go to Ray and 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 let's talk State of the Union. How do you think things are going? Have we got uh, a brand new player in Philip Foden? And what are your thoughts about uh, what has gone on in the last month? A bit of a run around with what, uh, what with Phil Fordham. Um, if you go back a while, there was this issue where Pepper dropped some players, uh, Foden, Walker, and Concello. Apparently, they weren't happy enough in training. He brought them back in for a game. They, they lasted half a game or something. I think two of them, and then they yanked them off at half time. So he wasn't happy, and then. It, then there was a trip to Spurs, actually, the last time we were on together. And I think that was a game where Foden had to come back to Manchester on his own. He, he, Pep said he was ill. He was so ill that he couldn't stay and watch the game. He had to come back on his own to Manchester. But he's played the last, I think, four games. 
is looked hungry. Subsequently, it said, you know, he had a bad foot, an injury to his foot. He said it was, you know, the worst part, uh, part of his career. And he was having painkillers. And in the end, he said, I can't keep doing this. Now, after last game, another great game for Foden. He's still got a problem with his foot. But I think Pep said at today's press conference that uh, he'll be ready to play uh, tomorrow, so he should be okay. And uh, I'm just hoping that he can stay fit till the end of the season, stay in this kind of form, because Bill Fulton in this kind of form, uh, I think is uh, it's, he's, it's essential if we want to win the league title this season, because we've got to be playing at a higher level than we've done for most of the re- uh, previous part of the season. Um, I'm going to be consistent. And I think Phil Foden, Phil Foden will help us to achieve that. Lots of other stuff going on. You know, heard that Laporte, Emeric Laporte wants to leave because he's not getting enough game time. Well, boo-hoo, I'm crying for you. Um, if you're fourth or fifth choice centre-back, you're not going to get a lot of game time, buddy. You just, you've got to be putting in the performances. And sadly for Laporte, other players have been putting in better performances. Nathan Ack has been brilliant. Kanchi's been pretty good. Uh, Diaz has been excellent when he's been there and Stones is back from injury so you know these guys uh, you're fighting against these guys for a, a starting spot it happening uh, Cancelo who went up to Bayern Munich he's not happy because he's not playing at Bayern Munich <laughs> what a surprise you know he's he's not been playing left back he's been playing I think right midfield uh, but it's a lot of competition at Bayern Munich and um, Cancelo's not good enough defensively <laughs> what a surprise again so he's not happy he's got a sour face um, but that's uh, you know it's his own hard luck, and um, yeah. So those I think most of the stories off the pitch. Obviously, there's one recent one about our good friend Carl Walker. Uh, yeah, don't really know uh, how how much to go in, in, into that story. Um, I'm sure you guys will will uh, will will burst my bubble. You'll prick my bubble when. Uh, if I talk too much about um, this cock and bull story about uh, Carl Walker. Okay, uh, Bernard, so it's been quite a while since we've been on. So what is your assessment of uh, what's gone on in the last month? Well, just touching on what Ray, I mean, obviously I'll back up what Ray's saying. I just want to say about Laporte, though. I mean, I've just been looking at Laporte and the games he has played, and and he's played pretty well when he's come back into the team. It's all you know, and obviously we're we're hearing this that he's unhappy, etc., etc. But you know, he probably has a little bit of a point uh, looking at his performances when he has played. I mean, if you look at what he's played since he's come back from his injury in in the league games, I mean, he was he was quite good. Spurs away, the one nil defeat. He was he was one of our better players on the night there, and he got a chance in that one. And, of course, he's not had much chances. Notts Forest away, he was one of He was a good... He played really well in that one as well. So, you know, apart from that, he's not had many chances. So you can perhaps understand a little bit why he's a bit miffed, uh, because once he's come back from injury, he's, he's been a bit scattergun approach with playing, and that's because other players are playing well, of course. But, you know, he has got to knuckle down and get on with it, as, as Ray said. Um, but yeah, I think I don't think you know on on the football basis, Laporte sort of let us down. Simple as that. Uh, I just want to touch on Walker. Uh, of course, we've <laughs> on different things. I want to be careful what I'm touching. In fairness, but yeah, is is it not? See Walker and Lewis. I, I was pretty chuffed a couple of weeks ago. I was just thinking Pep's got a couple of options now 
to play at right back, and it's got you know it's going really well. And it, it can, depending who we're playing, playing what team we're playing, and the fact that he have, he's, he's having to jig about a little bit, and he's thankfully now I think he's found fourteen or fifteen players that are his best fourteen or fifteen players, and he's switching and changing those about. And Lewis and Walker, Walker gave him a nice option at right back. Now there's nothing to say Walker's going to suddenly not be picked, or Walker's suddenly not going to turn it on, or he's going to respond badly to away fans taunting him and stuff like this. But you know, it, it has just put a little problem in there. We didn't need, we didn't need it. Uh, say give Pep an option with the, you know, it's a crux of the season now. This is a big, big time of the season, and we didn't, we didn't need this idiocy from. Walker, and we know if he has a drink, he acts like an idiot. He's 32, is he? 32, 33. 33. Yeah, he, he shouldn't be doing that, but obviously we're not We're not all built the same. We're all different, and Walker, sadly, has, has got history of various things. So, But it's just, as far as football's concerned, I was a bit disappointed because, as I said, it's give us, give Pep less less options yeah. practice going forward. But at this point in time, there's nothing to say uh, you know, Pep's trying to sweep and say it's it's obviously what he does in his own time and all that. So at the moment, he's trying to get over it and get on with the football side of it. We'll have, we'll have to see how that pans out. But uh, that's that was disappointing in the fact of, of Walker doing it and give us a give us a problem at a time of season. The time of the season we didn't really need it. Yeah, I heard we, we were in for a new, uh, right back American kid, plays for New York uh, City, uh, called John Thomas. Have you heard of him? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Ray, the the results have been quite good, though. What with John Thomas? <laughs> I, th- I think the annoying thing, Mike. I think the annoying thing. Obviously, we've not been on for a while. The annoying thing was to go to Arsenal and do what we did to Arsenal. Let's face it; they had us under the cosh a little bit at the start of that game, and at half time, I would have I would have took a draw all day long. But obviously, the second half display, we changed tactics, and and I thought we thoroughly deserved it in the end. And then just to you know, we went above them. We went top of the league, and that was absolutely fantastic. But then just to go to Notts Forest. And yeah, that was a, a, a bit of a damp, you know, that was a, a bit of a downer. And of course, Arsenal have responded in the correct way. And, you know, they're scoring uh, 97th, 98th minute goals. And we don't have Fergie time now. We have Arteta time, don't we? So this is how they responded. And it is a bit, even though we're still there and we're five points behind it, it's a bit annoying, that side of it. But uh, we, we can see better from City. But just harking back to the Newcastle game, yeah, we won two nil, but uh, we could they, they certainly they should have scored at least uh, one or two goals. Uh, so we did look a little bit dodgy at the back again. It's not to say we wouldn't have up to gear and, and still beat them, but uh, it, it, you know we're not quite there yet. But um, obviously we are getting the results three on the trot now. Let's make it four against Palace. We haven't done four on the trot this season. Mm. Scare you or anything, but the map. Oh, it's about time we did then, isn't it? About time we did four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten on the trot at least, you know, carry on. That'll get us to the final of the FA, oh, probably near the final of the FA Cup, semi final of the Champions League, and yeah. uh, we'll be top of the table if we can win 10 games on the bounce. Yeah, well, we've got. Um... Palace away tomorrow, haven't we got? Or today, whenever the guys are listening. I don't know where this is going out. It's probably, obviously, uh, hopefully before the Palace game, which is a 5.30pm kickoff. And uh, people worry about, I mean, last I mean, went, I went last season against Palace. It was April, wasn't it? And we, we had a chance to go six points clear at the top of the table. And, and we pretty much blew it. Pep didn't play any substitutions. We were... 
Vieira's team was absolutely awful. Palace were awful. They were so defensive. It, it, it was it was horrible to watch as a football match. I just looked at my match report um, a couple of days ago when I was doing the preview. I was doing, looking at my match report for last season and they were awful. I can't see Palace being any more expansive tomorrow than they were last season. But I think the Evening News pointed out the other day, at least this season, we've got a, we've got a guy up, up up front, hopefully, who might might make the difference when we're, we're struggling to score goals against Palace, and perhaps Harlan can bully him and stuff like this tomorrow that perhaps we couldn't do last season. But it was awful. It was awful last season. In fact, they nearly nicked it at the end. I don't know if you remember, guys. They very nearly uh, nicked all three points, uh, Palace, right at the very end. But uh, it's not a ground. It's a ground that's been quite lucky for us, just apart from the last uh, season or two. You know, we've had some great results there, haven't we? When we needed them in the mm. days of Yaya and stuff like. Like this, and I'm just hoping that tomorrow against Palace, um, we can bring back the old, the old city that you know, four or five seasons ago that used to go there and, and get a decent result. Ray, tell me what you know about Crystal Palace. Um, they played Sellers Park, and it's a shocking grind to get to <laughs> from Manchester. Uh, been there a few times. We were discussing on my stream earlier, I went there back in. It's 99 when we got beat 1-0 in the FA Cup. That was a really poor game of football. I, I took a mate with me to watch City play. He's never been since. Uh, we were, it was it was a horrible game of football. Against, it was against Wimbledon because they were um, playing their their matches there. Um, been a few times since. And it's a night. It's not, you don't get the best viewpoint at times. You've got these pillars right in front of you. In the away end, uh, it's not good. But the the DJ, the other night, a good DJ playing live, you know, music live. <laughs> and he was all right. He was pretty good, you know. So I was there a few years, I think before COVID, and you know, and there must have honestly, there must have been a hundred city fans getting, you know, uh, beard up whilst the game was going on. Uh, um, uh, I, I couldn't believe it. I thought, like, you know, the, the tickets are hard enough to get for uh, for, uh, for away fans. And you're not even bothering watching the game. There's hundred of you or whatever, you know, getting you know pissed up uh, under the stands. It was crazy. It's crazy. But Palace have done us a few times. If you've got to remember, was it Andros Townsend? Was that goal of the season a few years back? Mm. You know, but Manchester they beat us three two. They're a bit like Spurs and United, teams that shouldn't be close to us, but actually do us over far too often, and it's it's a bit disappointing. They're not having the best of seasons. Uh, I think pa Patrick Vieira is a little bit uh, up and down as a manager. I don't think they put any, a, a good run together for for a while. Yeah, I think, I think the fans are sort of, uh, you know, the odd boos are coming out now at games, stuff like that. So, you know what their fans are like. If, if we can score early and quieten down, the more the better get 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 their own fans on the backs. I, th I think that'll be a, a big thing. That's what we've got to do tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, absolutely. Yeah, you know, we, we've got to do what we did against Newcastle. Uh, be, basically, get on the front foot, which we were against Newcastle. We were on the front foot. We put them under pressure. We moved the ball quickly, and I think that's key. We've got to move that ball quickly. Palace have got some pretty robust defenders. Um, and they'll, you know, they'll get into a good shape at the back, and we just have to move that ball quickly because no one can uh, cope with us if we move it around quickly. I'm just looking at the league table; they sat in 12th, which sounds hey, yeah, yeah, mid table. They're on 27 points now. Everton, who are 18th, are on 22 points, so only five points 
you know, they're only five points above the relegation zone. Uh, and I think the teams that are going to go down are from Palace to uh, and below, so from 12 to 20, you know, Palace, Wolves, Forest, Leicester, West Ham, Leeds, Everton, Southampton and Bournemouth. I think Villa, Villa have got 34 points. And under Unai Emery, I think they're just playing too well. Uh, I think they're safe. And anybody above them safe. So Palace, although they, as I said, sat in mid-table, only five points above the relegation zone. I mean, two, two of the next three games, they've got Brighton and Arsenal away. So, I mean, that's after us. So, you know, yeah, it's, there's a possibility the next, they've got Leeds away as well, I think. So, they, yeah, so the next four games, you might be lucky to get yeah. a couple of points. Yeah, they might, they might be... Uh, you know, one or two points above the relegation zone by, you know, this time uh, at the end of the month, basically. So, Bernard, what about um, their threats? Who's their manager and uh, what are their attacking uh, formations that should worry us? No, oh, you know, I don't think there's any attacking form. Obviously, the usual culprits, isn't it, with Mr Zaha? You think he's still their top scorer, is he, this season? Yeah. Zaha, let me just have a quick look. Uh, yeah, Edward is it? They've got a guy called Easy and Elise. I mean, they're not they're not scoring goals for fun, that's for sure. And uh, I, I think, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, Ray was talking about the the big guys at the back, and I, I don't think the air is going to be expansive tomorrow. I don't I don't think. Of course, they can they can get us on the break. Of course, with Zaha and and the guys the the guys they've got, but. We've, we've just got to we've got to take it to him. We've got we've got to put him out of this game. We can't be nil nil or one nil yeah. long long into the game. We, we've got to got to make things count early. You know we, we've got to go there. So I mean I predicted I think uh, a two nil, but we've got to go there and really punish him. A three or four nil be be ideal. I, I think we just we have to play our game. And I think, mate, that him let them worry about us, which they did last year. Last year, we were all over them. They were terrible last year. It's just we couldn't put the ball in the net. It, it was absolutely shocking. So tomorrow, we just have to be more clinical. I think we have to blitz them. I really do. We have to absolutely blitz them because we've got a game on Tuesday night against Leipzig. So we've got to go and smash them uh, and get it done. Get it done early. Within an hour, I want you know, Haaland. Uh, I want to, Haaland pulled off. Um, Maybe Walker as well, pull Walker off definitely. And and anybody who's really key for the Champions League game, you know, your big players, Foden, maybe KDB. I want the important players, Aki. I want them uh, rested as, as soon as we can. But it may be interesting to see what Pep does actually, because I'm sure he'll have one eye on Leipzig. That's what he'll be looking at. And my concern is having an eye on Leipzig will affect who he picks for the Palace game. You know, and if we go on with two or three players who are not in form or haven't been playing that much, you know, maybe that's enough to um, to, to make sure Palace are in the game for, a, for you know, until later on. But I just say our best team blitz them uh, by a couple of goals by half-time and then in the second half manage the game effectively and rest some players. I mean, Palace have literally, Palace have literally only scored nine goals from open play this season. Nine goals. I mean, that usually means they're going to stuff us tomorrow. But you know, we've got to take advantage. We can't be worried about it. We've just got to go go at them, as, as Ray's saying there, and, and make sure we put the game to bed early and, and control the game, which we've not been that great at at the moment. You know, last last uh, few games, right? Like Newcastle taking it to the corner flag was quite was quite funny, uh, but obviously two 0 up against Newcastle. 
Newcastle. You know, it, it, it's funny, but you know, it's that's not controlling the game. You know, we're not been controlling games like we used to in the past. We've so we've got to do this against Palace. We've got to prove we can do it against Palace tomorrow. Okay, Bernard. So let's talk about the lineup. What do you mm. think is going to happen? You know what? I'm I'm resting KDB tomorrow. I don't I don't think he's quite at it at the moment. And I think if he plays Bernardo in a more positive positive role to allow for that, because I thought Bernardo changed the game totally when he came on uh, against Newcastle, uh, and certainly in a more uh, attacking mode. And obviously, if you got Bernard, I think I think create things for people like Haaland. So I'll give you my eleven. Let's see what, what you guys. This is what I've gone for. I've not included KDB. I'm not going to explain each player, but this is my eleven. I'll let you two argue over whether it's probably going to be the one or not. I've gone Edison. I put I did put Walker in, but I've now changed that to Lewis after what happened. I just think Pep and Pep being Pep, he might give him a little rest tomorrow. Uh, based on what's happened. So I've got Edison, Lewis, Diaz, and believe it or not, I've stuck Laporte in there and Aki, Rodri, Gundo and Bernardo, Foden, Haaland and Grealish. So what do you think of that, guys? Okay, let's go over to Ray. What do you think about that, Ray? Well, I'll start from the front and go back. I agree with uh, Foden, Grealish and Haaland, which basically means Mahrez will get sh- shoved in. But I agree with the, the front three. They played well. Uh, last few games, so definitely with them. Uh, Rodri's a DM, yeah. Um, attacking midfield, I'll I'll go with Bernard on this one. You know, I'm up in the hours to a pick. Maybe KDB does deserve a rest. Um, he's never dropped; he's rested. Um, put Bernardo and Gundogan in. Save KDB for Leipzig. In defence, I'm going for yeah. I, I'll go with Edison, Rico, Lewis. My concern about Rico Lewis is I, I, I want Walker's pace against Zaha. Yeah, that, that's why, because I, I had him in and then I just thought, well, because of the circumstances, I'm, I'm going to take him out. To be honest, if Walker can keep getting his schlong out in public and he's not embarrassed by it, he's not going to be bothered about what the the the, uh, the fans, away fans say. So I'm going to put Walker in. I'm going to, you know, um, take, let him let him take his punishment. You've got to, you know, deal with this early. Uh, it's got to deal with it at some point, so you might as well deal with it now. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I mean, it might be easier with the home crowd at City, but I think, you know, uh, if this pod uh, is anything to go by, people will make fun of him <laughs> if he plays against Leipzig at home. So might as well get it out of the way. Um, I, so I had a walker. Oh, it's really tough. Because Stones you go with Diaz, surely. Diaz has got to be started, surely. Walker, Stones, Diaz, Ake. Ake, got to play somewhere. He's been our best defender this season. Uh, Diaz is... The thing I've got with Stones is I think Stones, again, might not quite be ready. He should be, but I'm just worried he's not quite... He might come on as a sub rather than start the game. Yeah, I think... Stone, I think Stones is ready because he was just about ready at the same time. The port was just about ready. So I think Stones is ready now. I think uh, get him in that side um, because he's brilliant. Um, so you know, it's only a slight change from what Bernard's done, but I, I definitely have Walker and Stones. Okay, Bernard, uh, let's, not, uh, let's not avoid this. Um, what exactly happened with Kyle Walker? If you, you just explain very simply what happened and uh, why there is a controversy. 
<laughs> well, I think the CCTV explains it, doesn't it? I'm not a lot. I'm not. Having yeah, magnifying but I, I think that I think that there are certain I'm not having magnifying glass out to sort of look in great detail. I just saw. I thought, well, I can imagine what's going on. So I don't really. I'm not that really bothered about what. I, I, I know. I know. I know, Bernard. But I think that well, there uh, are uh, there are a lot of people that don't know exactly what's going Bernard. on. So. So you what what happened? What happened? You need, you need to paint a picture of what happened, Bernard. <laughs> well, 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 you without you, without you being graphic, what happened? Can Ray paint the picture? I'm far too old to be to be painting. Well, well, let, let's go to Ray. Uh, Ray, uh, without being too graphic, uh, for people that didn't know, uh, what happened exactly? Uh, well, Walker was uh, he was in a, in a bar um, and he was having a, a good time. About the, I've not seen things; I've just accepted what, what other people have seen. And I, I value my eyesight uh, too much to be looking at things like that. So Walker was enjoying himself. He'd had a you know a few sherbets, he had a, few, a little bit to drink uh, with a woman who apparently wasn't his uh, ever loving wife. Um, she, I don't think she. I don't think she was offended by it. Was was she, Ray? No, 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 I mean, no, no. I don't think there was any problem there. It was obviously other people being offended yeah. by it. Oh well, no! I, I tell you what, what's happened. So, so he is, is cavorting with this, uh, I guess, young lady, and uh, he pull. Apparently, he pulls his tracksuit bottoms down, and gets his. Uh, depends where we are. Now, if you're in Australia, we'll call it a topley. If you're in uh, America, we'll call it a schlong. <laughs> Britain, Britain, Tadger, or a Wang. US for our US fans, it's a weenie or a pecker. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we might we might call it a bit of a winkle or a dong. Yeah, I like dong. Um, chopper is not a bike in this case; it's a plonker. Knob, another word for it. I'm just going to go through. You know, might as well a Wang. What is it in Qatar, mate? What was it, what was it called in Qatar? I have no idea, mate. Uh, I have no idea. Organ, well, arrestable, arrestable. So, yeah. so guys, I, I think I think what we're trying to say is that he, he exposed himself. He he did indeed. And uh, look, I think no one complained at the time. No one complained to the police. It was only after the newspaper had put this stuff out. I, I said at the time, someone's going to complain to the police who wasn't offended but thinks it'll be a good laugh to get Walker in trouble. He, you know, I mean, look, it could be anybody, but certainly I would be not surprised if it was a, a fan of a red persuasion, someone like from Liverpool or Arsenal or United who'd uh, grasped Walker up. So because there'd been a complaint, the police are now uh, are investigating that complaint and, um, you know, Pep has said it's a private affair. What people do in their own time is, you know, is their business. But he's, you know, again, warned the players that when you walk out uh, through your front door, cameras will be on you. Everything you do in public will be filmed. You know, it's a worrying thing at City. We've had lots of issues. You know, we've had Jack Grealish in the past, uh, in the last six months, absolutely bladdered in the street. Stories about him and girls. Forden got sent back. Was it from Iceland for um, him and Mason Greenwood bringing girls back into the camp? I don't know. I mean, they should have checked. I mean, they're in Iceland. They might have been penguins. I don't know what they, you know these these girls. <laughs> but um, 
So we've had that. We've had all the yeah, chocolate biscuits are available. <laughs> we've had Rick of a penguin. We've had Yaya Turi done for drink driving. We had okay, wasn't at City at the time, but they always say it was an ex City player, uh, Adam Johnson, in trouble. Mendy, of course. Mendy, have you, met, you forgot the main one, Mendy, but yeah, go Mendy. on. Mendy, Mendy, Mendy. Yeah, so had so much trouble with Walker. You know, during lockdown, he got caught uh, a couple of times. He had um, young ladies round at his place. He did it again, and then he got caught going to his mum's, which, you know, um, he wasn't allowed to uh, at the time. We had this lockdown. And it's just like, you know, how can you keep keep on doing this? Um it's just a crazy, crazy situation. I don't know exactly how this affects the uh, the the lineup. I mean, Chad Evans. Brian, what you... I told you I'd get it. Chad Evans. Chad, Chad Evans. Evans. Chad Evans. So, uh, uh, Bernard, do you think that um, uh, Kyle Walker Kyle Walker gets left out for this game? I, I only think on the basis of Pep might just make a little bit. You know, Pep Pep has previous, hasn't he? For if something like this happens, he does he does not play a player uh, for whatever reason. Sometimes he has to perhaps think, yes, I need him tactically, so let's play him. But he doesn't think, you know, we know Pep, he'll, he'll sometimes tie his arm, one arm behind his back before we play a game just to give the opponents a chance. But he shouldn't be doing things like that. For me, Walker should play all day long tomorrow. I, I prefer Walker's play to Lewis. But I just have an inkling that uh, Lewis will get the start just as a... A little slap wrist for Walker, but uh, I'd say I'm not too worried that Walker get, would get affected by the crowd or anything. I just think Pep uh, it would, would, would make it, you know, he's, he's, had to, he's had to field awkward questions. So because of that, you, you'll put him on the naughty step, for, at least for tomorrow anyway. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I want Walker to play, but we'll see what Pep does. Bernard will agree with that, but let's go to Bernard. Bernard's score prediction. Well, I've said I've said in my little thing that I do. I've said two nil, so I will stick to two nil. I'm just hoping we'll keep a second clean sheet on the trot. So I'll be happy with that. Mm-hmm. I, gosh, Mike, were you were you approached a uh, horse match of the day tomorrow night? <laughs> not, well, me, Mike, not me. Not <laughs> me. I think Thogden. I think Thogden and his dad are doing it. No, actually, no one's doing it. No one's doing it. Yeah, no, no. BBC have released a statement confirming that tomorrow's match of the day will focus solely on match action without studio presentation uh, and, and in the brackets because no one would pig in what uh, uh, turn up and do it. Uh, everybody was, you know, basically everybody's put, put the names forward. You know, Gary Lineker said he's not, they pulled him out. Um, then uh, um, Ian Wright said he's not going to do it. Alan Shearer said he's not going to do it. Alex Scott said she won't do it. Michael Richards said he won't do it. Uh, Jermaine Gina said he was not down, so he's, he weren't going to do it. Basically, everybody said they weren't doing it, and it's just the BBC have created a rod for their own back, so uh, no one's going to do it. Because if Lineker's not going to apologise, he ain't going back. Well, well, guys, let's just uh, steer off this and and finish off with something um, a little bit positive. And uh, Bernard, um, we got um, Mike Summerby getting the uh, OBE. Um, that was uh, that okay. was de- that was pretty pretty well deserved, I thought. Well, yeah, Ray doesn't think so, but yeah, I, I, <laughs> no, uh, I'm not into I'm not into I'm not into 
as in, as I'm not into Oscars, I'm not into these these knighthoods and old MBs and OBs. I, I have no interest <laughs> whatsoever. But certain people deserve it. I'm not saying there's probably a lot of people deserve it a lot more than Mike Summerby deserve it. But as a, as a city player, of course, I've got to be happy for him. And as long as he's happy and accepts it, and it's and he wants yeah. it, and he accepts it. It's fair enough. Some people would probably refuse, but that's up to him, and it, it makes him happy. Uh, and he's. You know, he's a city ambassador and, um, yeah, he's, he's doing the right thing. So as long as he's happy, I'm happy for him, but it doesn't mean a lot to me. No. Well, uh, let, let's, 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 let's not get into the politics of it. We had to let's, do it soon because the guy is knocking on. You know, they leave it to when people are old and ill or, you know, he had a, a bit of a scare earlier this year, which came out to nothing. But, you know, I think it's a little bit, they should have done it years ago. If they're going to do it, they should have done it. You know, uh, ten years ago, but hey, better better late than never. Well, well, let's ask Bernard. Um, one moment you remember from Mike Summerby's career? <sighs> Good grief! Um, <laughs> well, it has, it has to be. Oh God, what was he saying? I, I think it's one of his things where he was. It's a bit of a share. He's, some guy was going on about if we were playing United once and. Uh, uh, some of these are great, of course. He had a, a great winger, he used to take the mickey, and obviously some wag, some United fan. It's not a nice thing I'm going to tell you about, but obviously, it's obviously when he was caught offside, and this United fan had turned around and said it wasn't, it wasn't, so it was his nose that was offside, things like this. But my <laughs> son, he wouldn't bother about that. You see, he'd probably, he'd probably go along with it. Um, and it was, I mean, he set up Neil Young's goal into the FA Cup final. That's yeah, yep. well, I might, might sort of be. Um, and I've just been doing a thing today where I think it was 1975, 1975. He joined City in 65, mm. and Tony Buck had the audacity, uh, and it was his last season at City to, um, sort of drop him midway through the 75 season. He'd been out through injuries and various suspensions. That was a regular thing as well, suspensions. <laughs> he missed games with lots of suspensions. But, yeah, and it's just, it took some... Tony Buck, I always think of Tony Buck as a nice bloke, a nice guy, but he was pretty harsh on the football front. He was the first first manager at City to drop uh, drop Mike Summerby. And, of course, Mike Summerby reacted uh, in the right way and he, and he was gone within a couple of months. So, <laughs> there you go. So, he wasn't very happy about it, obviously. But, uh, yeah, what a player. I mean, he's just one of those old players that used to entertain uh, and just enjoy playing football. You used to go out for a pint and, uh, you know, you used to do all the things. George Best, Mike Summerby, his best, best mates. I think we talked about him the other yeah. night on, on Ray's thing. Uh, just what a character, what a character, what, what a bloke. And uh, as I say, thankfully he got through that little elf scare and hopefully he's with us for a few more years yet. Ray, big question for you. Who was the best um, city winger, Mike Summerby or Peter Barnes? Well, the thing is, Mike Summerby was... <laughs> A little bit before my time, you know. I'm not saying Bernard's old or anything, but it's just a few years before my time, really. Uh, when did he leave City, Bernard? Seventy-five. Seventy-five. See, I only started sporting City probably about seventy-three. So my formative years were filled with Peter Barnes. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. Peter Barnes, reading about him, seeing him occasionally on Match of the Day, 
uh, and other stuff. Um, he made his actual debut the same season that Summerby left. He actually could play. The, he came on against United in a derby game and played two or three games that season. Yeah. That sort of his last season. Yeah. Um. So you know that's uh, for me. I, I can only go on. You know, uh, Peter Barnes because I, I saw him play a little bit. Um. Although Mike Summerby, I've got his autobiography. It's quite interesting there. I think when he was. I think playing in an international game at uh, up in Scotland for England, and uh, <laughs> the Scottish fans, uh, as they were coming out, I think it was an, an, a narrow—I uh, don't know what you call it—entrance um, onto the pitch, and uh, the Scottish fans filled their uh, glasses with uh, some warm uh, fizzy liquid, and <laughs> threw it all, they, were, they were throwing it all over the England players. That's how they were greeted in Scotland. <laughs> well, Bernard, you're you're in a good position to judge. Um, what do you think about uh, Mike Summerby? Mike Summerby versus Peter Barnes. Well, it's longevity, I think, isn't it? Peter Barnes was superb for a, a, a well a limited amount of seasons. Mike Summerby was consistent for for the years he was he was playing. So, but Peter Barnes was was, was special. But obviously, we, he got to the stage where he got to a level where he didn't really improve. You know, he sort of went downhill a little bit rather than uh, Summerby kept to that sort of level for a long, long time. Peter Barnes had his like like. A lot of players have had two or three, see three, four seasons where he was brilliant, and then he went off a little bit. But a he got flogged to West Bromwich Albion by Malcolm Allison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and they went to United. He wasn't very good there. He played for United as well, didn't he? Which uh, you know, and he came back to City. But when he came back to City, he, again, he he was probably past it by that stage. Uh, even though it was great to have him back. So yeah, uh, some of the longevity, yes. Uh, Definitely the best, the better of the two, but Peter Barnes was superb at times as well. Well, Bernard, let me ask you one more question as we finish off. Did you buy when you were a kid the Peter Barnes football trainer? <laughs> no, I wanted, I wanted it. I, I did see it in the magazines. I think it was the mid seventies. I was, I was perhaps slightly getting a bit old for it. I think if I'd been a bit younger. But of course, it was uh, towards the late seventies, wasn't it? So I was, I was, I was into girls more then than playing with balls. So uh, that's that's just that's just how, how it was. And football and girls were sort of a pretty level pe level pegging at that stage. And oh, Peter Barnes's ball on a string. I'm sorry, I, I had other things to play with rather than Peter Barnes's ball on a string. Bernard Denny, the Kyle Walker of Bolton. <laughs> Ray, did you did, did did Ray? Did you buy the Peter Barnes football trainer? No, but I do remember walking to school with a plastic bag and a ball inside the plastic bag, so I could hold the handles and just do keepy ups on my knee all the way to school. And our school was half an hour's walk, so you know, um, I, I don't. Well, I, Peter, I, I did tell I, know, I think I've told you before. We did do a charity game at Main Road, and Peter Barnes was our manager, and we had a great laugh. Just, just. Gary Owen was the other team's manager. You've never seen such an irate bloke in all your life. It was only, obviously, just a charity game, but Gary Owen was really getting involved and suddenly touched line at one stage. We were just, just, just laughing our heads off at Gary Owen's commitment. to. Uh, well, we've got the game against um, Crystal Palace. Ray, what's next up for City? If City don't win, we might be out. It was one all after the first game. We've got to put. Say no, we will be out, mate. Oh no, it could draw, can we? But it goes to yeah, penalties. penalties. Yeah, I don't want that. I want. I want us to get through. I want us to get through quickly. 
uh, same as the league game. You know, we're chasing everything. We've got to put our, put our good team, um, and we'll put our, we will put our strongest team hopefully. And then we got the game against uh, a very interesting game next Saturday against Burnley in the FA Cup. Burnley managed mm-hmm. by it's Burnley, who got relegated from the Premier League last season under Sean Dyche. Uh, they were crap, sometimes too basic. Um, and Vincent Kompany's lost a couple of his best players from that side. And um, they're leading the, the table by 11 points. They're 17 points clear of the team. Uh, Middlesbrough, who were third. It's, I think, 11 or 12 games to go. They're going up. It's just been really interesting to see what happens uh, next season. But we'll find out next week how good Burnley uh, could be and how good Vincent Company has been doing um, up at... Uh, Got the name now. Where's the play? Turf Moor. Turf Moor, that's the one. I'm actually going up Turf Moor. I'm doing a charity stuff for the, for the Burnley Foundation on the 22nd of April. So hopefully we've not got a big game like uh, Liverpool or somewhere on the 22nd of April or Arsenal. Uh, I'm up in Burnley. So ho- I'm ho- I've got my fingers crossed that I, I can meet Vinny. Um, that would be nice. Well, that's right. We do have that tight game against um, Leipzig. Um, uh, Bernard. How impressed have you been with Vincent Company uh, as a manager so far? Well, I mean, he had a, he had a mixed time in, in Europe, didn't he? I can't remember the team he was managing now. Ander, I think Anderlecht, wasn't it? I mean, he sort of and he gave up at one stage and then he sort of got some other guy was helping him, then he came back again. So he, he had a bit of a mixed time there. Um, but hey, you can't argue what he's doing at Burnley. I'd, I'd say he. he He's done wonders here, and he plays some nice football, I believe. I've not well, not watched them, but from what, what I've heard. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it, like Ray said there. I think it'll be a, a cracking game. Of course, uh, uh, Burnley will be in the top two tiers. I hope there's no, uh, no, nothing thrown down on the fans below, I assume. We're giving them six or 7,000 tickets again. 8,000. Uh, sorry? 8,000. 8,000. So... Yeah, it should be all right. It should be, should be a cracking game and a trip to Wembley's on offer, isn't it, for the winner? So, uh, yeah, uh, we should win it. We should win it, of course we will. But, of course, uh, Vinny will get a great welcome back. And just for Ray's information, uh, 22nd of April, we don't have a game. We're playing on Sunday, Brighton. the 23rd, 23rd of April against Brighton. Brighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, for your information, when he went to Anderlecht, his first season, he was player manager and he was... Uh, they were shocking. So he played the first 15 league, uh, league Didn't games. Did someone else join him as like a joint manager for a bit because he was struggling? I, 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 think, I think Samir Nasri went there, actually. Uh, so Samir Nasri didn't last long, mate. Um, no, I that's think, true. I think, he, well, he went to Anderlecht. He He's on the verge of getting started, wasn't he? He was on the verge of leaving, wasn't well, he? At they, one stage. Well, they were, they, were, they were shocking. They were shocking at Anderlecht, okay? But... He managed to turn it around a little bit, and uh, he, you know, he played he had ninety-two games with Anderlecht, and he got forty-two wins, which is forty-five percent. But the way they started the season was, it was horrendous. Uh, so, uh, but they, they re- recovered. I think he's, you know, he had a pretty decent season the last season, and then obviously the Burnley. He's done fantastically well at Burnley. So, you, you know, you've got to say he's, um, um, he's an interesting choice because Pep said 
um, that um, he's destined to manage Man City, and he will. He will. Um, I, I, you know, I think. He, I think he will. But obviously, he's got to um, show with Burnley that he he deserves it. So look, last last season, look, twenty. I'm just looking at the results in 21-22 in Anderlecht. They finished third. Uh, you know, Club Bruges, who were doing, did reasonably well in the Champions League this season until they uh, got Scott Parker as manager and they got booted out last round. Um, so to finish third, I think that was pretty pretty good going um, from an, and from where they were when he first came. I think he's going to be ex an exciting manager and I think he's going to, obviously, he's learned from who else? He's learned from Pep. And I think he's going to do really well and I hope... Um, it's always that worry that he'll come back to City and you know he'll he'll end up getting sacked. You know he'll do a Frank Lampard, but I think he's he's done a lot better. Than that. And actually, the season before, I'm just looking at that. They finished third again. You know, it was just you think no Vincent Company in say two three years time would be, you know, we know Pep we know Pep attracts players. Let's face it, we, you know certain players want to play for Pep. Will Vincent Company have that sort of allure for uh, players? Why not? You know, the guy's won so many titles at City, so many trophies. He's 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 well educated. He's got an MBA from Manchester uh, University, I think, or Manchester Business School. Did that um, part time when he was at City. You know, he, he commands and demands respect. I think the only thing I, I was re actually quite surprised about Vincent Company is do you know who his assistant manager is at Burnley? Craig Bellamy. Craig Bellamy, Craig the golfer, Bellamy. the golfer, yeah. the guy who said he wants to go back to play in Wales for City, paid him up or whatever, cancelled his last year of his contract, and he went to play for Liverpool. <laughs> anyway, all right, all right, guys. Well, He's I think that will than James Milner. still more popular than James Milner. That's true. Uh, guys, I think that'll do us. That's your bolt from the blue. Now, we've been away for a long time, but we're back, and hopefully. Uh, when we get back on track, back for um, good. Um, yeah, back for back for good, and hopefully, trying to stop these students from setting fire alarms off in this building. That that that, that that's going to cause me some editing problems. But um, it's been it's been absolutely leave it fantastic. It's live. Leave it in. It's live, live. <laughs> I know, I know, guys. These um, the, I, I'm actually living in a building, um, uh, professor's apartment on the uh, the sixth floor and uh, all these students mucking around and setting off fire alarms and all that kind of stuff but um anyway it was live and absolutely fantastic so welcome back uh, guys and uh, thank you very much let's just um give a little bit of uh, credit and say that you have been listening to ray hey, ray this, thank you so hey, much this. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is you you've been listening to Bernard as well, Bernard. Thank you so much. Yeah, we've got no copyright problems with me. I'll just yeah. Cheers, guys. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll we'll be back with you very very shortly. And, Mike, uh, next time, next time you're away for a month, we'll give you editing nightmares. Okay, we'll be talking about. <laughs> Dong and dong and wang and ding dang dong, uh, all, all the way through. You just name you just named the South Korean national eleven there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I've got some oh editing to do here. I've oh got dear. some editing to do. We're going to cause an international incident. You know, it's going to be on the. It's going to be on the. 
<laughs> in the Guardian or the uh, or the um, the Sunday Times, you know. That, that's me off the BBC list, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, Racist that's your book. Podcast. The... Racist, that's your bo- podcast gets cancelled. that's your bolt from the blue guys and we'll be back with you very very shortly so thanks guys and let's finish off with uh, the normal way that we do that by saying have one of us and up the blues up the blues